ready in 5, 4, 3, 2. Duncan, are you saying you don't believe me that I paid DMX half a million dollars to sing my intro to my podcast? I did. I did. It was worth it. Don't you like it? I think it would be worth it. Yeah. And I'm, if you did do it, I think it's a great investment. It's a great investment. I mean, how pumped did you feel hearing that song? Every atom in my body shifted a little <laughs> bit towards happiness. Every cell in my body has shifted to happiness seeing you. Thank you. I love you. We've known each other for several years. Yes. Back when we were weird single type yes. people. And now we both have multiple kids yeah we live in texas right. and we're these like boring weirdos what happened <laughs> we wouldn't have predicted this in no. a million years in a million years no we wouldn't no. have predicted that in the hallway of the comedy store no. hammered i don't know if you were <laughs> outlaws of comedy outlaws isn't it weird but then um so anyway, I was watching this thing about atelic. No, I was listening to a meditation about atelic things and telic activities. Teleological meaning, cause and effect, having a purpose to them, like stand up. Okay. You get your special. You make your. You sell your tickets. You make yeah. your money. You become famous, and it's all gravy, right? And then there's the atelic, which is basically what it is to spend time with children, which is enjoying somebody's company, yeah, or going for a walk. Things that are just pleasurable in and of themselves, right? And they, that's the shift that I've now mastered not mastered but i'm working on is like at like shit that's where yeah. it's at right yeah for sure i mean and also maybe remembering everything's at like that like you, oh, yeah. i knew you'd have a good take well, on kind this. of i mean not to be not a nihilist or anything but i mean isn't it every it, like you know the that's true. the whole point is like the whole all of it sort of fits into the same grouping of ultimately not really gonna last I mean, it matters, but it doesn't last. It doesn't Does last. Does it matter? I think it, I think, yeah, I think it matters. It, it, I, I like, you know, it, it would be exciting if it didn't, because then you could sort of disengage completely from reality, start blasting fentanyl, find a nice crack house, Woo! get some blacklight paintings up, put on a diaper, <laughs> shit yourself while you're drooling into oblivion. Yeah. But I, but I think that, in in relative reality, like this stuff right now, it does matter. It does, yeah. You have kids. People love you. People depend on you. People want you to be engaged in your own life and theirs. So yeah, it matters yeah. In, in, in relative reality. But maybe like in the grand scheme of things, when you're looking out at the, at the stars. Yeah. And there's probably quadrillion, infinite to the quadrillion squared beings out there all doing God knows what. But to us, it's just, you don't see them. It's nothing. They're all they're getting sucked into black holes, entire planets, like 
civilizations of probably very loving, sweet beings just getting ripped to shreds yeah, into a black so hole. Fun. And here I am being like, mm, I need to lose five pounds to feel better about myself or my Pilates instructors late or what, you know what I mean? And then yeah. you get wrapped up in your bullshit. By the way, let's just back it up. Duncan Trussell, if you don't know, is one of the greatest comedians. I think you're so Thanks. you're so fucking funny and smart, and you've always you've always been deep. I think since I've known you, or just weird and like, have, were you always this way? Even as a little kid, were you contemplating the universe? Oh God, I don't. You know, I don't remember. I went to therapy because <laughs> I can't remember a lot of my childhood. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, so, Wait, but you're, you're surprising me because I thought that you and your mom had a good relationship. Well, we did. Like, we did have a good relationship, but um, you know how it is. Like, you're in the 70s. Vietnam yeah. is coming to a close. <laughs> you were in Vietnam? I was the youngest <laughs> in Vietnam. They I, sent you over in 78, They don't right? expect it. Yeah. They don't understand babies can be trained. Yeah. And you've seen a baby crawl. I mean, isn't that shocking the first time you realize how fast they crawl? Well, the VC was probably taken aback. Well, yeah. And you, you see, did it so quietly, too. Well, they what they do is they come to try to help because they yeah. see a baby crawling ah. through the mud. It's like a universal thing that the military figured out that everyone wants to help a baby. Wow. Yeah. And then, wow. yeah, they don't see in your diaper. Right. <laughs> that you have a shank, a really sharp blade, and that you just wow. stab and crawl, stab and crawl. That was the name of the program. Stab and crawl, stab yeah. and crawl, stab and crawl. Only baby that made it out. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. So that's the trauma. You've, you have a nice base That wasn't the of... trauma. No. The trauma is I, I could have killed more. See, I, I didn't, I, <laughs> I, 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 but I, I needed milk. <laughs> I was so hungry. You were you so know? hungry. Yeah. I tried to eat drinking their blood. Yeah, and didn't work. Didn't yeah. doesn't taste good. It's got this thick. It's not like breast milk. So it's not the same. Yeah. So yeah, I just like I had to tap out, and that's yeah. the trauma. That's why I can't remember anything except those wonderful, wonderful moments of victory that I did experience serving my country as a baby in Vietnam. <laughs> okay, so you were tra you had tra traumatic childhood. What was your dad? What was your dad up to? Well, my. You know, the older you get, especially when you have kids, the more compassion you have for your parents. Yeah. So like when you're before you have kids, you go, those fucking assholes. Why would, yeah. Now you have kids. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're able to do any of this at all. Like the fact they. But I still go, you fucking asshole. You could have tried a little harder. You, you could have tried. You didn't really try. They didn't really try. You know what? I look. I look at it like they probably did their best. I mean, I imagine they, they did their, their best. best. They you don't didn't. think so? No, I don't think they did their best. I think I, I think that's always a fallacy. I think they did what was convenient for them. I think that was an era that encouraged that. I don't think there was self help. There was definitely not therapy. So they were just like, kids aren't kids. Kids are like tiny adults. Who cares? They, if you just look at like. The data set they had back then, what they were experiencing oh is reality. And again, like, you know, my dad, he, he comes back from Vietnam with PTSD and... This part's real? This part's real. Okay. So, you know, that he, makes PTSD sense, is like, in a, it's, it's a real fucked up. Like, it is fucked up. And back then, nobody knew how to treat it except with, like, drugs. Like, they would just be like, here, take a bunch of uh, benzos. And good luck. 
Jeez. You know, now they're understanding it's a short term memory. It's a memory problem. And there's like, uh, a, what's it? Not ASMR. Oh, yeah. What's that other? EMDR. EMDR. MDMA. There. Now they can treat it. But back then they were just like, they you're were fucked. You're shell shocked. You're you're, you're going to get yeah. drunk as much as you can because you don't know what's wrong, what's going on. You're probably depressed. So, well, I'm probably sure it was shameful too for a man to come back from war and be like, "Hey, I think I have an emotional problem or I have mental problems." I don't think men were encouraged to have feelings back then. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, totally. And also PTSD, like one of the qu wonderful qualities of it, I think, is that it, it like kind of encourages you to keep it all to in, shut it down, shut yeah. it down. Don't talk because even like coming close to whatever it is that you are trying oh not to deal with makes you lose your shit for a day or two yeah so yeah not great not great i i mean i think so many kids out there now adults don't even realize like their parents one of their parents probably had ptsd maybe both for sure mine did because they were survivors of communism and they're there refugees they escaped this there horrible country and then their whole life was surviving their whole life their whole existence was just survival and then you and i come along and they're like what about what and then yeah. we have to find our way out of that too, because then you you inherit some of that PTSD, you know? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. that's how you learn everything. <laughs> like you're watching your parents are like you're imprinting whatever the fuck it is they're yeah. doing for better or for worse. It's like this is how you survive in the world. Yeah, this is how you survive. You yeah. get fucking angry. You get angry. You get really angry and you scream when things aren't going right for you. Yeah. That's, or whatever it is your parents Or whatever, did. Or drinking or having drinking. sex with lots of people yep. or gambling or yeah. fighting or whatever destructive behavior. I know I was just thinking about it all this morning. Like my parents and your parents too are survivors. Like your dad sounds like he survived. Yeah. You don't think you ever, I mean, you survived Vietnam. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then you and I are born and then we have to survive that stuff too sorry what was the point of this i had a, th a fucking thought well i think you're, you're oh, opening up for me and i appreciate it. that it's very professional for you letting me do my plug gang <laughs> raytheon <laughs> look let's talk weapons okay that like how how much of the oh. ptsd is from not good weapons oh that's what i was gonna tell what you if we had an eradication <laughs> beam that what he's trying to tell you is that he's he's into the weapons business now yeah duncan is selling you what are we selling now? Just, Just bombs an idea. and missiles. <laughs> <laughs> Just thoughts, knowledge, knowledgeing. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is that it's so easy to, to channel all that anger and sadness that we have into drugs and a, and a, and a reckless existence. And, yeah. and it, it's like Dr. Drew's always on here and he's like, and uh, he's like, yeah, I've been more shut down emotionally, I think which is why I relate to men and why I love stand-up okay. comedy. Yeah, right, um, right. And he's like, I've watched you become more, whatever, connected to your emotions and such. But I, I think it's, I mean, either you, you destroy yourself with these bad feelings or you channel it into something productive, maybe go hyper-productive. Like I was watching this Tony Hawk documentary. Yes, I'm obsessed with Tony Hawk. And, you know, the guy like, he's 56 and he's still trying to grind out Incredible. tricks. And you're, that obsession with the thing that makes you feel better, that's another form of a trap, right? It's all a trap. How many dudes in have a midlife crisis oh my God. have you, how many guys watching Tony Hawk are now paralyzed from the neck down? <laughs> 
<laughs> like how many? Which, if you had to guess, like if there was a prize oh what, between what? <laughs> At least six. I know, I know. And hold on, because we grew up in the 80s too. Like, remember those videos, those Bones Brigade videos yes. and shit? Like, oh, for sure, at least every time a video came out with those kids, three. Three, yeah, three. Like around the, in the United States. They make it look so easy. You just throw <laughs> that board under your feet and fly like the wind. <laughs> Woo, no problem. We're just fucking jaws cracked. Yeah. Brains oozing onto half pipes. But yeah, I, I like. But I, those feelings, it's those negative feelings that you transition, you can, you can sublimate into something else or you can let them eat you alive. Uh, they will eat you alive. Regardless. Well, no, I think it's that like, it's, it's ignorant. Like the, the, it all makes sense. I had like, if something in my environment is bad, let me go move as far away from that thing in my environment as I can. Totally makes sense. But when the thing is inside of you, and you try to like do the exact same thing that you might do if there was like a rattlesnake in the room or something, but it's in you, then you're in this stupid, never ending <laughs> game of like escape from you. So you can't get away from it. So you pour yourself into uh, some something that you think is like productive. That's a really funny thing when you realize like all your quote productivity is just like desperately <sighs> attempting to evade yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Your inspiration. Yeah. It's, it's just fear. Yeah. God, that's an intense moment. It sucks. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's like, oh my God, wait a minute. I'm not into music. I just am fucking terrified of myself. <laughs> yeah. Or we create art or jokes or whatever. It's to, it's like, it's a, it's a pressure valve, right? It's releasing the thing that we're so terrified of, like, yeah. looking into the, it's the Death Star. We're like, you can't look and you can't you can't look into deal it. With it you can't you see, you're just always <laughs> running away you're oh, so tired you're tired all the time I mean, it's exhausting i mean it's funny I, I i still laugh like watching a dog chase its tail because you're like yeah. what a fucking idiot like what are you doing and you're like if you look at sometimes the intensity of like dogs chasing their tail on on youtube there's this a genre That's so great they're fucking like either angry <laughs> at their tail or like scared of it and it's like real it's emotional it gets an emotional moment yeah. there's that fucking thing again yeah <laughs> i know that yeah and that it's i think game. that's the same that's what we're probably doing in, yeah. in that mode of living where you're yeah and um, what's interesting is when you have children you know it's you you're basically getting your your shit pushed every day all your oh, yeah. stuff comes up every fucking second yeah. and you're like i it's so it's and if you're doing it consciously if you're parenting consciously which i know you are it's that's the hard work of it yeah you got to be able to you know i just think like i don't think you you're gonna i think the dream of like some moment where like it happens like some grand epiphany like illuminates the darkness in your heart and you start radiating joy and love in every moment. I don't think that's that happens. Probably, maybe. But what doesn't happen to gurus, to, to like, you know, Buddha? People win the lottery. You know, somebody won the mega billions or whatever, and that's it does happen, I think. But the I think it's easy for people to sort of use an, a made, generally a made-up idea of what those people are like anyway because you probably didn't meet them necessarily and then torment yourself with this 
bullshit dream that like this endless sort of misery is going to like vanish. It's not going to vanish, but maybe they found a way to enjoy the suffering. I think it's like not enjoying the suffering as much as is sort of, well, I mean, I think it must have something to do with not ignoring how you are anymore. So it's sort so like you just sort of have to just, I don't know if you've ever done this, but play around the idea that it's not going to get better. <laughs> Wait, just it? All, all of it? Yeah. It's not getting better. Yeah. Like, so that's the first step. Is acceptance. You, you, acceptance of like, yeah, this is probably how you're going to feel up until the time you take your last breath. It's yeah. not getting better. This is just who you are and how it is. Now that might sound defeatist, but... <laughs> Um, actually, you know, there's in the, for me, at least those moments when I am able to do that and, and, and not be in this never ending, like, have you ever, and forgive me if you're one of these people, sure. you ever been around people who are like constantly renovating their house? Uh, <laughs> yes. And it's weird. They can't yes. live there. I hate it. And, and, and I think, I think renovating your house is probably the most miserable thing you can ever do. It, I, I would rather yeah. live in a pile of, of garbage than, than I, I hate it. I, I've done, we, we're doing a fence in front of our house. It's uh, taken uh, a fucking year and a half and I want to blow my brains uh, out. The fence. I don't care. Yeah. Didn't you have the fence in, in Asheville? Oh my God. And you the think fence? it's easy. It's just a fucking fence. It's a fucking fence. You've seen the movies, they, the, yeah. the ranchers, they just let, put a fence up in a day. You think it's going to no. be easy? No, no, no. It's been a, de- <sighs> I want to die. But anyway. You know what's interesting too? Not having um, the acceptance that shit. I think too, because before I accepted that stuff's kind of like, you know, meow. I think before I was like looking for like, whew, whew, yeah. whew, where's the next party? And I know you love Ram Das and I do too. Yeah. He had this great talk. He's always, you're in the pursuit of the next thing. And we're going to have, after dinner, we're going to have ice cream. And then after ice cream, we're going to go see the movie. Yeah. And after the movie, we're going to fuck. And then after we fuck, we're going to go. And it's like this, the hedonic yeah. treadmill of stuff. Hedonic treadmill. Right? And you're like, yeah, but what if I didn't put expectations on this dinner? Like I, like I went to Hawaii with my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law and it was a big trip. And I just was like, I'm not going to put expect, Hawaii might suck. Because you have two small kids, and nine times out of ten, somebody's barfing on the plane or it sick. It will suck. Two kids? Yeah, we just did the sucks. same fucking thing. Are you fucking kidding? Who? There should be when you're buying tickets and they're like you're, you say you're traveling with kids, a PSA should pop up, which is like, hey, I, we, we know it. you love your kids so much, you want them to experience why you never got to go when you were a kid. Yeah. And you want the you want them to feel that beautiful Hawaiian breeze. <laughs> don't do it. Don't they do don't care. Worse. Take them to a water park. They don't give them care. extra baths. They don't give a fuck. It's gonna be hell. Because <laughs> it's not even a vacation. You're just watching your kids in a more expensive, exotic location, and now shit's harder because your kid has a fever in a fucking hotel room. There you go. And you have to get a bucket of ice at two in the morning. You had to do that? Yeah, and Thanksgiving, that was terrible. He was so sick. He had a fever of like 104 and wouldn't take the Tylenol, blah, blah. But the point is, this vacation was actually good because I was like, why does it have to be great? There you go. Why does it have to be great? Why? Because I need it to be great. Yeah. What if I just get stoked on like a nap today? 
I'm just going to get stoked on a nap. That's a huge thing. To get a nap in as a mom, as a dad. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, and then the, the highlight of our vacation was touching the koi fish in the pond. I asked the guy, I'm like, can we pet these fish? And he's like, yeah. And that was what we did most days. Now you know I had a koi. fever. <laughs> Just you had them down there <laughs> handling these old fungal koi fish. What's wrong with him? Why is he hallucinating? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, I. that's to me, I think lowering expectations God. is like all the, we've just been taught this big, so much bullshit about like exactly what you're saying, like these bullshit peak experience things. And so much of it is just, it doesn't even work when you no. get that, like, you know, you go to whatever the thing is you've been trying to get to and you get there and it's like, now what? Now what? Now what? Like. I heard this story. I never experienced it, but they would talk about like the de like Tonight Show depression. Did you ever do the Tonight Show? No. So it was like apparently comics would do the Tonight Show back in those days. It was like, That's honestly, it. your shows are like that now. Like everyone wants to be on your shows. It's like the That's idea is amazing. You, you get on the Tonight Show, and um, finally, after all the work and the all the hoops you had to jump through, and you have a great set, and then apparently the next day. You're just crash. like, now what? Yeah. What's next? What well, that, do I do? Well, and, and especially because The Tonight Show would make or break you. That was like if, remember this fucking cunt Johnny would sit down and judge you. And, yeah. if, <laughs> and if Johnny waved you over to the couch and sat you down, right, and interviewed you, that was it. Your career was made. Blessed. Ble touched by one motherfucker. And I love Johnny Carson. I sure. thought he was really funny. funny. But the idea that one man can make or break your career, and he fucking did. That's how Hollywood used to operate. Yeah. And I love it. It doesn't do it that way anymore. Fuckers. Yeah, Now it's the internet. It <laughs> yeah. We shattered your fucking <laughs> tyrannical bottle. We did. Well, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I don't like you that kind of. He's still he's still defeated. Well, you can't have like hierarchy sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Like when there's some like dude at the top of this like imaginary pyramid that only exists because of like no choice. How many networks were there? I mean, oh the whole thing gosh. is like it's no choice. Like it, it exists because not because everyone's dying to get on the Tonight Show. They want to be on the Tonight Show because they want to sell tickets yeah access to a better life yeah interesting so let's talk about parenthood i think you know it's interesting there's a woman on the internet so forgive me i can't remember her name but she talks about when a woman becomes a mother you go through what's known as matrescence it's such a great and i never heard this cool. word before matrescence uh, I'm going to have her on the show, actually. Matrescence? Um, matrescence. Much like when a girl gets her period, she enters adolescence. It's a rite of passage. You know, you have a baby, and now you're forever changed. Children, we were just talking about it in the kitchen. Like, you have a kid. It's awful. It's fucking the best awful thing that's ever yeah. happened to you. And now I can't remember what my life was before I had. Like, what the fuck did we do with our what time? What What did it all mean? And it's... It's a growing pain. You have to grow into the father. You have to grow into a mother. It doesn't just yeah. happen overnight. You do. You do. I mean, you, you're allowed to fantasize about the old days. You oh, know, I do it, all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, just sleeping in. Remember that? Piles of ketamine. <laughs> God of war. <laughs> Who cares? Wake up at three, do more ketamine, play God of war. Oh, a week went by. 
I didn't put a podcast out this week. Whatever. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I mean, th- those are. I think that the, I, I. I like that I did all that. You know, I yeah. feel like I think so. What can happen is if you're super young and have kids, you didn't get to do all that shit. So you have more <sighs> of a fantasy that like it was doing something for you that like it's true. You know, and then then that's where you can go really nuts because you're like really shit, nuts. man. If I was like doing Pyro's Academy and playing God of War. Then I'd be happy. I know. It doesn't really work. I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't work. Here's the thing. The older I get, the older I get, the more I'm like, I'm kind of 14 pregnancy because (laughs) it's the best time biologically and physically to have a kid. Imagine, like, I'm 16. My body would just bounce right back after pumping that kid out. And then you hand it off to your mom and your fucking mom raises it. Your mom and your dad, because they're young. Yeah. And then you get your life back by 33, bro. Right. It's kind of a win-win teen pregnancy. I'm advocating it. That is so wild that you would say that because we are actually, that's like one of the things we're promoting right now. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. yeah we, not just Raytheon, but like there's actually a conglomeration of all the weapons manufacturers in the world. <laughs> um, it's called the, the, the Darkwing Project. But yeah, we're... <laughs> We're promoting teen pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Get pregnant teens. Get, it's get, a great time to get pregnant too. Great it is. Time. The world is only getting better. Yes, it is. Yes, it is with Raytheon. Can I ask you this? Do you think, my hair looks amazing. Do you think that the world is actually getting worse and worse or are we just a product of middle age where every generation thinks that it's the end of the world? It He's- is the end of the world. <laughs> you don't think, but you don't think people thought this way in the '60s when the hippies were destroying the status quo and Vietnam, and that was the end of the world too. Like, the, the, I don't know. Like, if you look at like geologic time, a <laughs> uh, hundred years is a blink of an eye. Like, two hundred years is a blink of an eye. So, it's if irrelevant. you look at like the what's happening all over the planet, you know, uh, we've got so many different ways the world could end i know so i would say it probably is the end of the world now does that mean it ends in the next 50 years or 100 years or 200 years maybe we'll make it 500 years but it doesn't matter because if you're gotta if you have a body yeah. it's the end of the world for you you're gonna you're gonna apocalyptize in eventually so yeah i think probably it is the end of the world all, it all is. the time all the time you think it's uh, every generation thinks that it is so, and it, it, it empirically is so. You're right, because maybe things shift, tectonic plates and weather and, and religion and identity yeah. and culture. It all does yeah. kind of come to ends and beginnings. and All these revolutions, the industrial revolution, technological revolution. Go. We're about to hit the singularity. I mean, the world in What's the years. singularity? Oh, don't get me started what? on the fucking Are you selling singu- something? Gonna... Wait, are you selling a bucket for the singularity? Is yeah. there a survival bucket we can buy? Yes. Uh, th- thank you for mentioning that. Sure. You're doing so good. Thanks. Guys, our survival <laughs> buckets are filled with cyanide. Uh <laughs> Just one actually cyanide tablet so that when you realize when the event (laughs) happens and you realize, why would I even want to survive? I guess survival bucket is the wrong word for it. I'm sorry. Our Um, ad person said we should just call it a survival bucket. (laughs) You will sell more that way. 
That's what they said. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I, I I think that the you know you you can look at it as is probably the end of the world if it, if it helps you validate your sense that things are running amok or whatever. It's no fun to be like, or is it just me? I mean, things are running amok all the time. But, but is it that we're more privy to knowing just how crazy things are running amok? I mean, before it had to be printed in a physical paper right. that was fact-checked, and now you can just go down any rabbit hole on the internet. Anything you want to believe is there for I you. know. Anything you want to believe, no matter how insane or ridiculous... You will find a community of people. Uh, yeah. Who are like, finally, you've found us. <laughs> you know, you would be an excellent cult leader. Have you considered you. this as um, not, I mean, in addition to comedy, have you considered starting a cult? Well, I think that start that running a cult is a lot of work, isn't mm. it? I would not want to be a cult leader. Like, there's no benefit to being a cult leader. It always sucks. If you look mm. at like the what who is a successful that's right. That always leader. ends in even in... Miscavige, the Scientology dude, he's vanished, hasn't he? Has they say he? Yeah, that's what oh. I heard. Oh wow! So it's like no matter what, it's bad news. You end up in a, yeah. um, you end up. But I mean, really... a good cult. Can you start like a good one? I don't. Th I, I I think like the isn't the definition of cult? No, oh, you're fascism. Right. Like oh, one right. person I, controls I, everything. But and... I want you to become a spiritual leader because I you do. I think you're good at it. So maybe not a cult, but like. I like that you kicked it with Ramdas. I love that you I got lucky. Uh, tell me how you got to know him and and stuff. Like how well, did that happen? Well, you know, like all of us, we all knew be, be here now. Like I know. any, I say it to Tom all the time when he's yeah. got his phone up and the kids are like, "Daddy, Daddy," and he's looking at his phone. I'm like, "Be here now, Tom Ramdas. Be here now." Oh God, <laughs> he <laughs> must love that. <laughs> Me. He must be like, oh, yeah, my now. God, thank, thank you. you. Oh, I was out of the moment. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yo, yes, yeah. now I've commuted. Everyone loves it when they you tell them it. to be in the present moment. Yeah, they do. Or like calm down when they're upset. Oh, People God. love being told to calm down. My yeah. wife loves it. I'm like, can you calm down? <laughs> Just fills it. She's like, oh, yeah. Thank you so much for enlightening oh, me. I'm relaxing now. Mm. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I, 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 uh. I was so depressed. And then I reached out to the Love Server Member Foundation, which is his foundation, and just was like, I, is there anything I could do? Because I heard when you're depressed, doing some kind of service can help the depression. Yeah. And then I uh, I got to be friends with Raghu Marcus, who oh, is yeah. the director of the that the foundation. And then, you know, got to like test, test the waters because I was expecting it to be bullshit, you know, or that it would be filled with grifters or like like whatever the fuck was in the book yeah, or the stories course. you meet it in real life and it was gonna suck or be nonsense or but they're just so all they're all just very down to earth normal just, you know the like ramdas there's so many ramdases but he's the one who like got famous there's more than one ramdas there's we cloned him what? There's 30 Ramdasses. They're at different ages right now, and some of them suck, so we're going to have to eliminate them. But the ones that we, in the cloning program, the, one, the lot of ones that are better, actually, <laughs> than him. Guys, Google Ramdas so we can see what we're talking about. So, but you're saying the name is taken. No, over, not or, the name. I mean, oh. like the spirit behind him. Oh, yes, yes. Like Ramdas, for great. those of you who aren't familiar, is this incredible uh, teacher who took the like modern Western psychology. And oh, was and there's able your guy with him. You love that guy in the blanket. That's his guru. That's Neem Curly Baba. That's your dude. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's who he met in India. And that person completely transformed his thinking regarding consciousness, at least from the Western perspective. And then he was able to come back to the United States and sort of synthesize Eastern and Western um, science philosophy in a way that rip a lot of people have benefited from because some of the eastern shit can be so esoteric yeah and, and really you need to grow up in india or in nepal or in tibet to even understand what the fuck they're talking about so he was sort of a translator and mm. uh, like a lot of the stuff we we think of now as spirituality is he's partially responsible for it that's so cool. I remember. So he was one of the original guys who dropped acid uh, at Berkeley, right? Like him and Leary and those So dudes. much acid. <laughs> so much acid. I love it. Yeah. And, and he, he uh, yeah. But, but, and, you know, from the perspective back then, before it became prohibited, they really thought they'd stumbled upon like the ultimate yes. pharmaceutical for mental illness or for, they thought they had found a nootropic maybe or something just incredible that was going to revolutionize human consciousness, transform the planet, blah, blah, blah. And then, but also the problem with it is it makes you think money is stupid. And like, you know what I mean? And like, you're like, what? This is, I don't believe in this shit. It's just paper. What's the word you said? The word, um, in the beginning. and at Yeah. You're like, it's a T-lick, man. Come on, let's fuck. And so it didn't, I don't think it worked for the machine. And the machine was like, no, why yeah. the fuck? It's the CIA. It's their fault. They were doing tests yes. at the universities. And so they were like, why? What the fuck are you doing? That's just for us. Yeah. Don't give it to them. Yeah, because the CIA was using it. I mean, didn't didn't you take it as an infant in Vietnam? It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was PCP. They were oh. giving the babies PCP. You give the babies LSD and they just want to breastfeed and they're sure. just like, they're just. They're so unmotivated. It, you will not train a baby to kill on LSD. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they? But weren't they trying to use, is this true? What is it called? Um, not MetaVision or like uh, when you can see in another dimension or you can see remote viewing. Oh, yeah. With LSD. The, the government really was. I think they did try that. It's called. What is it? Stargator? There's uh, just go to the CIA's it's so website. It's fucking crazy. It's on. It is. Crazy. It's on the CIA's website. CIA.gov. Go to the archives. They give all the information's right there. Freedom of Information Act stuff. It's all right there. I mean, it's redacted and shit, but <laughs> cool. But so it, can, every other fifth they word give it you, to you. They're like, you want to know? Here it is. Check it out. Wild. I'm fascinated by this stuff. Oh my God! Isn't it cool? Yeah, they did. What's cool Gosh. about it is they like a lot of the a lot of times. Apparently, you'll just be you'll get funding as a scientist from like BRV Corp, and you'll be like, okay, they want to give us a million dollars. Let's try the study, and you won't realize that's the CIA doing a study, and you don't even know it's for the CIA. Wow. Anyway, people did Freedom of Information Act stuff, and so you can look up the remote viewing. You can look up. The like all the MK Ultra stuff is there. What's that? Well, that's the that's was the, the I think that's kind of the the blanket term for oh, oh. the period where the CIA was trying to figure out if they could use LSD as a mind control agent because the Soviets were using sodium pentothal. They wanted a truth serum. Nice. So you capture somebody, give them the juice, yeah. <laughs> then they tell you everything, and then maybe even you could like implant shit in their mind. So when you let them go. They're now like, you know, Manchurian Candidate, Born Identity yeah. stuff. I love those movies. Some God, they're the best. So good. Matt Damon. Yeah, he's such a star, isn't he? Oh I could God. look at that guy's. I could watch him take a shit. 
I would watch him take a shit happily. Yeah. If that was in a born identity, they could just work (laughs) in him taking a, like a born identity shit. Yeah. And I wouldn't like, it's like, he's out of toilet paper, but he like (laughs) scrapes something off the wall, mixes it with toothpaste, blows on it. And it's like fluffy toilet paper. Like, did they only teach him to kill? Were there other skills he learned? Like window cleaning or like, Anyway, yeah, I, he's incredible. Well, he never eats in the movies. You never see him sleeping or eating, really, right? Except when he shags the, uh, why do you say shag? I don't know. When he bangs that German broad, Lola, in the first one. Yeah, you never he see never him eat. See, never eats. Or cook. <laughs> Any of the mundane shit, if you're a born identity, take you don't shit. do that. Does he have time to take a shit? He's always running. He probably just dissolves his shit back into his body. <laughs> They probably taught him to do that. Can you imagine like That's running and cleaning? Go clean up the born shit. Because probably when you're training them, they shit themselves all the time. And then they <laughs> they got it so they could absorb most of it. They absorb their own feces back into their body. And then they, they, they weep little brown tears. That's the residual <laughs> feces. Their faces stink. <laughs> God, this is amazing. Um, okay, wait. Did I have another? No. Okay. You know what? I've got some really important topics on this show, and I'd like you to chime in on them. I would love to. Okay, number one, we were talking about vag dryers. Like, what makes a woman's vagina dry? This is oh. deep stuff. And then, for a man, what's a penile shrink? Like, what could a woman do that you'd be like, oh my God, like, I can't? Like, for instance, Bert Kreischer's was a bikini with, with sneakers, right? Yeah, bikini what? and sneakers was like, I would love oh. that. That's the thing. I have a feeling it would take a lot to turn you off. Uh, bikini with sneakers. I, I don't know why. What about Birkenstocks? I feel like you're. I feel. I feel like you're okay with Birkenstocks. I'm okay, but I'd prefer sneakers. Like if we're like in this, fa- if Bert's not, like nightmare is kind of like a fantasy. It's like some <laughs> hot girl from the beach and sneakers, but the Birkenstocks, you'd be like, ugh, they're so smelly. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know about that. But I mean, to really like like. We're talking like going from like a full on erection to are we saying are we talking like not being able to, hmm. to achieve like where am I at? Gosh, I hadn't thought of, of this. Thank you. On. Thank you for bringing this up. Sure. <clears throat> now, I hadn't I hadn't conceived of it that way because I'm a woman and I just I didn't you know, I, I'm just thinking of general. Yeah. OK, let's go from firm erection. OK. To so- softy mush. Mush. OK. That's going to be like. You know, that's going to be, it's got to be something that's like, remi- like I've, reminding me of something that mm. I need to do right away. It's going to be something like that or like reminding me of like. Be here now when you're like distracted and be like, or calm down. Is it one of those things? No, no, it's going to be more like, I guess I'm, I'm like excited. I'm erect. I'm ready to hump. Yeah. And then she's going to say something like seems like your penis has gotten smaller. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some noticing something or like, what is that? Yeah. What's that? Mole? What's that mole? That right. mole, that's a new mole. If you looked at that and then you're, you, something like that is going to okay. ruin, ruin me. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. But what about general turnoffs? What do you find to be a turnoff in women? I mean, I'm talking very generic, not generic, like just base, your basic bitch. Mean. 
mean girls. I don't like mean. Like I don't. I don't yeah. like it when people are are, are 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 like not mean. Like like in bed, mean could be cool. Like right. playing around like that. But I'm just saying, like people have a general angry disposition towards the world. People who are like blamey and yeah. and all that oh, stuff is just like yeah. a big a big turnoff yeah. to me. I know you're talking about because there's this mom. Um, are you into like parent culture yet? Oh, your kids are in, not in school yet, right? Oh yeah, I know parent yeah. culture. Not as yeah, not as much as my uh, my wife is more into it than me. But I'm a I'm a per, I guess you could say I'm in the periphery of parent culture. Yeah, because dads are generally on the outskirts. Yes. like for instance, we have um, a first grade text group, and one day I was like, "Hey, first grade moms!" And then there's one mom that's a dad, a dad mom, like he's the one that stays home, yeah. and he's like, "Ahem, and me." And I was like, "Oh no, there's only one of you." Like, so, but to to my point, there's one mom who's a bit of a negative Nancy. You know, you we see them, and she's always like, "Oh my god, can you believe yeah. that they're making us?" would make them wear pajamas on Thursdays. Yeah. And they're like, why what do you care? What are you doing? Stop bumming me out for no reason. Yeah. God. I fucking hate that. Yeah. Be nice. Be, be nice. Be, it's so annoying. Just fake it if you have to because I think people have confused like they think they're being authentic when they're just being rude. Cunts. Yeah. It's like you 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 also can like have manners. You don't have to like yeah. spray your fucking whatever yeah. their anger and aggression and primordial dissatisfaction with decisions that you made in your own life all over us i know i know well so your, yours are much deeper my my audience is not people would write and be like i really one girl was like i really hate it when my boyfriend has a pity party and shares his negative feelings with me of how he thinks he's worthless and we're all like um he's sharing his feelings opening up to you yeah You've got to do something quick. <laughs> oh, my God. That sucks. She's like training him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, you're a pretty aware guy and connected guy. Um, are you afraid to share your feelings with your with women that you've been with? Your lady now? It Yeah. But it's not like I'm afraid to share my feelings. It's just I've come to recognize many of my feelings are so transient and yet in the moment so convincing <laughs> that... If I start sharing every single like <laughs> thing that flashes through my head, then it's it becomes like I think it would it would be uh, destabilizing yeah. to to everything. So I like I have a certain like radio channel yeah. that is just my like personal coast to coast that I listen to. But <laughs> coast don't to coast. Well, you enjoy it, but you don't believe it. You know. Yeah. That and then, but then, like if they, like if yeah. over time I realize that it's not that that isn't a genuine problem I'm having or something, then I will open up about it. And then, gotcha. but generally, I think the best thing to do is hold everything inside yeah, until yeah. you explode. Yeah, angrily over something really small. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. Very the fucking gates not opening fast enough. What the fuck is yeah. a fucking dog got out? What the fuck? traffic yeah yeah getting mad at a driver that's the best way to do business. best way yeah. to get get that stuff out is mm -hmm. definitely don't let people know how you actually feel mm. or or like let people know that you're not happy all the time mm. sometimes you're actually deeply horrifyingly depressed hide that <laughs> just kidding by the way jk no no but uh yeah, but that really struck a chord with men. The male listeners were very, very affected by that clip because they're like, see, 
I knew we shouldn't have fucking shared my feelings with bitches. They don't want it. They don't want us to really open up. It was like, it really did strike a nerve with a lot of men. Well, I mean, I, I think that sometimes people don't want you to open up. I don't think that, I don't know that that makes that person like horrible. It's just sometimes people really are so freaked out already yeah. that they, they aren't capable of taking your freaked out on i'm i might be watching too much walking dead like i started watch, <laughs> watching the walking dead again i never got into that oh my god it's brutal I, it gets so, so much anxiety i get so much anxiety watching it i can't i can't i love it yeah but you you know it's you the, but truly like in this situation it's like you know letting like the the main guy like he has to fake it a lot oh. because he recognizes that you know, if he like loses his shit, everyone loses their shit. Right. It would be better to not fake it. Like this is the the idea is that you know instead of looking to the external world to rebalance yourself, find a way to like be comfortable where you're at. Not to say you shouldn't. There, I go to I go to I've gone to therapy. Open up as much as you can. It's just you know also work on yourself. Yeah. simultaneously even though opening up might be wor working on yourself for you you know i but yeah and like i think that you can't keep everything inside all that stuff is 100 percent true you should have someone that you can open up to in yeah, your life of course yeah. yeah and that chick maybe was just young or um yeah not not she might just be a demon she might be a shit bag. she might be a yeah, no a, a literal de demon like he might not know that he married a demon that could be a demon from hell disguised as a person <laughs> you never know that's true some people are yeah demons. like that fucker who cut up yeah. all those people in moscow yeah if that's not you don't follow that the no. moscow slaughter i can't i can't can i oh. say something duncan i cannot look into the darkness of the world sometimes i'm too I, I i can't see i can't look in the eyes of the devil tom does because tom is always into he'll he'll keep me abreast okay he's out of town right now so that's why okay. i don't know about it look it doesn't matter but yeah i like it's <sighs> it's that guy has a demon uh look at uh Ted Bundy. Yeah. Uh, demon. Demon. That was a demon. Like, yeah. for sure. Demons get into people. I mean, I think, like, sometimes going back to archaic descriptors yeah. is useful. I agree. Instead of, he's a sociopath. It's like, no, mm. he's fucking possessed by some ancient <laughs> demon that once he dies is going to jump into somebody else. I know. Probably his kids. I know. And that's the thing. When you get older, you start to realize, like, some shit in the world is not fixable. Some shit is evil. There is there is evil, and you have to deal with it kind of old school. Like, I don't think we should be calling pedophiles. What's the new word for pedophilia? They call them like adult My, minor attracted or something, something like yeah. Like let's can we not soften and make everything sound palatable? Like some shit's just bad, and you got to beat yeah. the fuck out of these guys to keep them away from society. Sorry. I don't want Ted Bundy in my community. Who the fuck got that? I, I'm just curious. Like someone <laughs> or like, or like, how do you even the first time you're like, what with your friends and someone's like these fucking pedophiles, fuck them. They're fuck them. And then you're like, um, um, can we soften the pedophile thing just a little bit? Do we have to say pedophile guys? They're people too. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Minor attracted. <laughs> 
they deserve rights. They need rights too. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Well, let's do some very important follow-ups. These are voicemails that my listeners have left me, um, you know, discussing the various topics on this show. Very deep stuff that, like, we're talking about right now. What you got for me, Mom? Hey, Zines. This is Chris calling from Colorado, and I'm just sitting here on the couch after a long day, and I couldn't help but think about badge dryers. And I have... So fucking many, but two I feel like I need to that need to be talked about. One is guys who can't fucking parallel park. I don't know why mm. it just drives. I know why my pussy up. It's just I feel mortified and embarrassed for them, and I feel embarrassed <laughs> to be with them. Like learn how to fucking drive. You're an adult. The second one is guys who are over the age of twenty five especially when they've hit, like, anywhere in the 30 years of age range that still eat fucking frozen meals for dinner. You're a grown-ass mm. man. Mm. Learn how to make food. Learn how to fucking cook a meal. It's not that hard. Thanks, Jeans. Love you. What do you think of that? I mean, I, 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 it's hard to argue. I mean, like, yeah. with that, it's hard. I don't like, like, her tone sucks. <laughs> Like I'm trying to think. Not very loving or accepting. Uh, I'm thinking yeah. of her partner. Yeah. I learn to fucking parallel park. Your breath smells like a TV fucking dinner. And my vag is dry as the Sahara, you fuck. You're 34. Why do you keep eating microwave food? Go make a fucking steak. You know, the, the tone sucks. The tone. Uh, the, yeah. I think, but I do understand, like, yeah. how it, it's always disconcerting to be around someone who's lacking essential life skills. It's yes. Scary. See, I think what she's, I think what it boils down to is incompetence. When you sense that somebody can't, the can't parallel park is really, it's incompetence, right? And then the lack of the, the no cooking is a lack of self care or a lack of self. It's so it's neglectful. It's to neglect one's self yeah. if you're eating that dog shit. So it's like, you can't, yeah, you're, you're incompetent and you can't take care of yourself, you fucking bitch. You bitch. You fucking stupid You're gonna get us fucking bitch. killed. <laughs> yeah. Can't yes. have you out here like this. You gotta know how to parallel park, Carl. It's from The Walking Dead. You gotta know how to parallel park. These zombies, they're everywhere. They will kill us if you can't parallel park, Carl. Yeah, I. you know, I think it, it plugs into... That's the weakness thing. Probably, you know, everything's related to... Like the mistakes in, that you would make a long time ago could have more profound effects than they have now. So mm -hmm. if you get around someone who like is not indicating their ability to survive in a dangerous situation, yep. Yep. it probably plugs into that ancient yes. DNA where you're like, yes. you're gonna get us fucking killed yes. when we're hunting. Yes, I agree. Because I, 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 if I were with a guy that couldn't, just simply could, uh, guy, girl. Everybody, dog who can't parallel park, doesn't it infuriate you after like the third attempt? You're like, bitch, figure it out, or let's fucking go to another. I, I can't do this with you. Yeah, it's like it's and, infuriating, and then you get angry, and then that amplifies their whatever the fuck it is. So that yeah. makes it worse, and then it creates yeah. this feedback loop. By the way, I'm adding to what is it? Not dick dryness. What's the word? Dick, oh, uh, what did, what are we saying? Dick softening. Dick shrinker. Dick, dick shrinker. Mm -hmm. Dick shrinker. That tone. In her voice, for sure. There, that any <laughs> erection I have, the moment you can't even fucking parallel park. Don't come on my face until you learn how to parallel park. 
horrible. No offense to not, that is a not, I don't mean that the not her voice. Listen, my voice. I'm not judging voices, but I mean the tone. I know. It's that it's aggression. Judge, judgy, critical, critical. She's frustrated. She's yeah, well, everyone is. Yeah. No. Do you have things? I don't do you do okay. I have these things called Pajitsky effects where I realize I've been doing something wrong my entire life. Uh-huh. You do that? I know, I know you know that. Like, for instance, Tom and I, for the longest time, we would only have one phone charger in the house. Yeah. Because we're like, we just got one. And then one day I was like, oh, I, I can buy two. I can, have, I can have like five phone chargers. And you're like, wait, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. I'm such a fucking idiot. Um. Anyway, so... um. I've got a bunch of them. Do we, can cool. we play some voicemails and see if it jogs your mind if you have okay. any recent ones where you're like, oh, I can, like, I just realized I can dry my hair on a cold setting so that it doesn't get all puffy and wow. fluffy and terrible. And like 46 years, I've just learned. Like, I definitely, like I have that. one for sure. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate one. <laughs> Fiber. <laughs> Fiber. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. You want to know like the great you, <laughs> secret fiber. It's not some shit underneath the Vatican. <laughs> if you don't take fiber and you start taking fiber and drinking enough water, it is the second coming. So did you have problems making browns? You don't even know you're having a, you just think it's like, no, why am I yelling? You don't understand <laughs> the hell I was in. You're very passionate. So, so did you have trouble with browns your whole life and then you take fiber and now it's gone? Not or? my whole life. Oh. But, you know, you would think back to your browns when you were a kid and you'd be like, those are perfect browns. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you get older and you you stop taking care of yourself and your your body's, like, message in a bottle to you <gasps> is this, like, <gasps> shit that looks like you would fight it in a medical tent <laughs> in a Civil War camp or something. It's like, stop! You can't just eat bread and meat! You gotta give us something else in here! <laughs> and then you start taking fiber and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. This whole time, all I had to do is take. You just had to do that one thing. Yeah. I know. I know. Like, you know what I just started doing in the last year, which is so stupid. What? I just started wearing clothes that I like. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Where you're like, where you're like, I like, I would put stuff on and be like, ah, I kind of don't love this, but I don't care. I'll just go out anyway. And now I go, I don't love what I'm wearing. I'm not going to fucking wear it out. Wow, I love that. That's so cool. Right? That's like Marie Kondo. You know, she says, throw away that bullshit that you're not going to wear. Why are you doing that? Don't even have the option to wear shit you don't like. So toss it out. Toss it the fuck out. But what? Anyway, okay, let's play the voicemails. This will, sometimes people will jog your mind. You'll be like, oh my God. Hi, Mommy. Hi, Blue Boys. This is Jamie. Um, I'm just calling with a Pajitsky effect. Um, so, like, every week I have a hand towel for each bathroom, and I would get so pissed when I would forget to grab it when I would do laundry to clean it and be like, fuck, and I'd have to do a separate load. Yes. And this week I realized I can buy more than two hand towels. <laughs> I, can buy more. I can buy two more. That's, That's what great. It is. And now, yeah. once... The uh, one set of hand towels is dirty. I can just like put yeah. out clean ones, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt really fucking stupid when the solution was that easy. Um, anyways, yeah. yeah, love you. I'm coming up in May. You're gorgeous. Bye. You're gorgeous. You got yeah. great fans. I know, right? They're you the have the best fan. More hand towels. Writing it down. That You're is writing a, it down. That is a. <laughs> Well, no, you know that thing? I don't know if you've ever done this where you wipe, if you ever like wiped your face on a hand towel in a guest bathroom and you uh-huh. realize like, 
that's been hanging there for a couple of months. <laughs> what did I just put on my face? Like, what, what, what the fuck am I doing? I know. Oh, my God. I Love know. it. More hand towels. Um, I also realized that I can buy um, an alarm clock that I like. Like, I've just had shitty alarm clocks my whole life. And then I was on Amazon and I was like, oh my God, dude, there's this one called the Hatch. Not They don't pay me or anything. And it fucking it glows different colors and it like gives you meditations at night. Let's see this thing. <clears throat> and then it makes noises because I was running like a sound machine off my oh, iPhone. We got these. You these, have them? They, they do sound. They do yeah. Uh, white noise. Yeah. But we I got was, a Hatch. They're great. Yeah, I'm such an idiot though. I've been like running my phone all night playing the Rain app or whatever. And I'm like, I could just buy something for like $129. Oh, my God. Those things are, I think we have a hat. <laughs> yeah, see, we got the little, the cone hatch, not nice. the nice ball hatch. We've got the cone <laughs> hatch. It's great. It's fucking great. You tap it. Yeah. <laughs> wipes out everything. It's incredible. Yeah. Wipes out everything. Yeah. Much like what we are working on at Raytheon. <laughs> Here's the problem. Bombs. Destroy infrastructure. What if we could not destroy the infrastructure? It's just organic materials. Think about that. What's changed the most for you since you become a father? Well, I, you know, I think my like selfishness, like I've become like out of necessity. You can't be so selfish. Mm. So that sense of like just everything being about um, me. Yeah, you know you can't really do that. You've you've got to learn how to how to help and like be part of you know, this community, your family. And so, I think that is I like to imagine that has changed. It's not to say I'm not still like a selfish asshole. Or then inside of me isn't a thing that would probably, if it could, inhale the entire universe and try to yeah. like digest it. And I don't know what I'm talking I would eat. I think there's a part of everybody that would eat the universe if it could. But uh, there's all, you know, you know what I mean? There's a part of you that you might not want to admit it. But if you could, you would like try to like devour everything and be like, like in charge of everything. Yeah. But what's interesting is the deeper I get into motherhood, the less I want the that. I did at one point, and now I'm like, I actually just want to keep my life smaller and smaller and yeah. smaller, and I want to just live on. Yeah, I want my life to exist in a mile radius in my house with my kids. Like, it's oh, so God. weird. It's not weird. It's oh. exactly it's awesome. Is that supposed to happen? Okay. Well, I think that must have been like you know those moments where you get it. What is the name of it again? I'm so sorry. I'm a so atelic. You get A-telic. into that great atelic moment. You tune into the what your kids are doing. Yeah. You're there with them in the moment. Suddenly, all of modern society is doesn't exist anymore. You're in some kind of ultimate rhythm that's been going on forever. Yeah. And you feel fed by that. You're like, this is all that matters. Why is there anything else? This yeah. is, and I think what you're experiencing is probably what it used to be like. That was yeah. that was the entire human reality was just like, you know, you're trying to t- be in tune with your your community and your yeah, kids and you're totes. not thinking about your my own bullshit fucking sponsors or your whatever but, but i have to say that the first part of motherhood wasn't like that for me because i hated the the phase of infancy i fucking hate the newborn phase i i say i i i, oh. I hated having up until like two and three year old i just 
it sucks the fucking lifeblood out of moms. It's so awful. And I remember just get me out of here. Like I would crawl out of my skin being alone with my kids for too long. And then now it's changed because they're yeah. older. But that's overtouched. Beginning. Overtouched, what? right? Over, that's oh, the, right. Touched out or yeah. Touched yeah. out. Or just like tantrumed out. And just like I the tantruming, the constant it is like being in an insane insane asylum, sure. like you said, like you're just it's too much for your for my system, you know. Yeah, like, fuck. It's dude. it's overwhelmingly brutal. Yeah, I I for moms, and I like they're completely dependent on you. I mean, it's like this like it's oh. one thing to be irritated by like someone you don't like. Yeah, it's another thing to be completely perplexed, irritated hyper frustrated angry with something you also love more than anything in the world that's it oh my god how do these two fucking things go together but they do they like opposite stand back to back so you know you can experience what some people might say hate while simultaneously being fully deeply in love with something it's in i i totally yeah. Can I, I mean, what you are experiencing is nothing compared to what men experience every day. <laughs> <laughs> every day. Uh, it's like a comp, it's a migraine. It's like a full soul migraine. Yeah. Every day, it's the so horror tough. of waking up a man in the United States. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. Well, do dads, what do you go through? I mean, it sounds like you get the women's side of it. Well, I, it I don't, like it's not, dad? I think what, what you're going to deal with there is it's not fair. Number one. I mean, it's, it's yeah. not fucking fair. Like you have to just admit this is not fair. No, uh, it's like, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to be breastfeeding this baby. No. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not, this, this is like, you're watching this like weight descend upon your partner and you could either pretend that there's equity there, which is going to, is an asshole fucking move. <laughs> Or you just laugh and <laughs> laugh at them. You say, you brought this on yourself. You wanted this. Yeah, and that's that's actually the best thing to tell your partner. They they calm down they right away. They love that. They you down. wanted it. But more that's importantly, cool. the baby loves it. Yeah. Because when, <laughs> when they were doing with the studies on me, you don't realize how yeah. much babies love the suffering of their parents. Yeah, they really do. They thrive on that. It changes that. the breast milk. Yeah. <laughs> makes it sweeter. Because the question would be, why? Why did why did babies evolve to be so incredibly annoying and loud oh and difficult? God. The reason is, is because breast milk is flavored by pain, <laughs> and so suffering, and sorrow, and, and suffering. loneliness. And oh lo my God! And the crippling loneliness. Oh, I still long for lonely <laughs> breast milk. How do you have such a keen? You, you're very aware. But it sounds like my wife is amazing, and but it she's sounds like, like no, 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 no. But it sounds like you're very aware of what she is going through. That's really fucking massive. And I wish men would, even though we're joking, this is the truth of it. It's lonely. They're fucking scared. Lonely. They're agitated. But but then, how do you, as a partner, support that? How do you how tell men? Not listening? well. Wait, no, that's not not what I'm. No, I'm. I, you can be aware of what's happening and still manage to be an asshole. I mean, this is. I would love to be a better, like sweeter, and I wish that I was. Like you know, I I, I can't. Sometimes maybe. I mean, all you can do is apologize. <laughs> 
Like ultimately, like Sorry, you Dave fuck up you. with your kids, you apologize. Yeah, you yeah. fuck up yeah, with your partner, you true. apologize. You try to be better, it, but like, yeah, I, I, like, I don't. I, I the problem is, is like, what do you do when you're around suffering? When you're around pain, what do you do when you're around someone else's? I avoid it. I avoid it. I hide. There you go. Yeah. So that's a normal <laughs> thing where you suddenly you're like, you know what? I got it. I'm going to, I got to go work on the bomb go. shelter. I'm going to build a bomb. Sh- I think I'm going to burrow under the house. I'm going to, uh, I just feel like I'll burrow, find a little like pocket of mud and put a blanket in there. I'll come out when the baby's talking. But I think what, what, what we're, what we're joking about is that it's the, I mean, look, you, you knew your wife as the two of you for so many years and then you add an, a person into that equation and yeah. then another person to that equation yeah. or whatever how many kids you have and now there's people in between you and your wife literally sometimes in your bed and your life it's like yep. and you your marriage changes and you have to recalibrate your yes. your relationships and it's it's really tough when they're little especially those first few years and I, I didn't know it I didn't expect it I don't fucking know and you're like, why do I hate my husband so much? And he's like, why, why is my wife so crazy? <laughs> you know? And you're like, I don't know. It's, yeah. a, it's a wild this matrescence thing. I'm telling that the 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 arc of becoming this new entity, and then you know you grow into it slowly over years. It's a forge. But, yeah. It's a fucking forge, and it's a it's the hammer is being wielded, not by a blacksmith, but a <laughs> fucking baby. A chaos <laughs> baby. She's like, dom, 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 dom. What? You want to fuck? No, no, no. You want to relax? No, no, no. Nap? No, no, no. It's a forge and it's totally. creating all this heat. And the heat totally. can turn into anger and fights and and, and disconnect. And then uh, hopefully yeah. a reconnect, a general sense that there's no way this is ever going to fucking work. So I, I think that there must be something, some opportunity in there there must be something in there that like you <laughs> there can, must be right yeah there must be there is but there is and i because in that chaos right you're looking at yourself you're looking at your past you're looking at the future you're trying to figure out how to be a better person a less selfish piece of shit yeah all of that goes on and then you you emerge a better parent a better spouse a better friend a better human i think or single or single <laughs> divorce <laughs> <laughs> Woo! but life crisis hopefully not like I, I, yeah. I you know and i do think that like uh there is an apocalyptic survival aspect to those being a parent in the early days that, oh. that, that on the outside people might not recognize that you you're you're doing everything you can to like keep your kids safe and be a good person and keep your relationship going and 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 you're you are truly the only one to blame. It wasn't like someone held a <laughs> fucking gun to your head and said, "Reproduce, do it." <laughs> you know, no one tricked you. You knew what was getting. You you sort of imagine what it would be like. So who do you go to to complain? Like who do you go to to say, "Oh my god"? It's not like a tornado hit your fucking house. It's like you decided no. to fuck and make more life and connect yourself eternally to whatever these beings are going to bring into the world but i don't even feel like i want to complain so much as discuss it with people because i don't i it's not like you go to the fucking pta meeting and you and the other moms are like oh my god right holy shit right like are you are you as miserable as i am right now like people generally don't have these types of conversations over fucking donuts and coffee at the church social so like right 
I think that was the part of it is like, wait, we're all we're all experiencing this, right? Like, is it just me? Am I crazy? Because this is crazy difficult. And what? I don't know, I was taking my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, are you okay? What? You don't what? love your child? Someone asked, said to me, you don't, oh, Christina doesn't love her baby. Because I did express some like, oh, this is fucking crazy. Oh, Christina doesn't love her baby. Yeah. What a genius. <laughs> I know, I was like, oh you, my God. You can't love anything you complain about. <laughs> If you complain about anything, it means you don't love it. Yeah. You know? That's bullshit. Yeah, it's that, We just have to get rid of this nonsense about like singularity in the sense of like you're anyone's any one thing at any given time. You're oh, a bunch of things simultaneously. You could be in love with someone and simultaneously hate them and not yes. want to be around. You can be completely in love with your kids and simultaneously want to burrow into some nice warm womb beneath the earth and just take Vicodin and vanish. Oh, that right. Pills are my favorite. Oh, they're the best. I know. Uh, you you got to watch out though, man. Those things you are... Do. You Have really you ever heard do. that before? <laughs> that maybe they're not good for you? Oh, I've heard it. I've heard that. I'm trying to get back into pot. Um, speaking of non, non-singularities, what's your pronoun today? Where do, what are you going by? Oh, okay. Uh, let me think about that. I thought of a good one the other day, and now I can't remember it. I, you know, I'm like, I think I'm kind of like a, uh, today, what would I be? Yeah. Oh, God, I need a chart. I have to look at the chart. Like, it's Oh, can, a, you, can you bring up a chart? Uh, we got to pick our pronouns today. Are you, do you meditate every day? Hell no. I have a, I, I have a me- meditation group on my Patreon because it makes me meditate every That's Monday, cool. every do? Tuesday. God. It forces you to meditate. Start a meditation group. You'll have to meditate. Okay. That's the key. Just start a group with your fans and just meditate with them once okay. a week and you will be forced to meditate. That's cool. It's the best. Sometimes I just close my eyes when we're watching movies with the kids. Okay. Zoom in on that. A- fair self, air self. Per, yeah, but this you got you can't just have it. You have to have definitions. I don't know what half of these. Well, you just whatever you think it is. That's I feel like today, it's, I definitely feel a little like I've got some lady in me today. Yeah. But then also I'm scared, and then also I'm kind of excited to go on the road. What is that? Oh, that's cool. So you got like adventure. You got the masculine, conquering energy, but the balance of the feminine. Yeah. That's and, exciting. And, uh, there you go. I don't know. Are you are you a demigender having partial connection with one gender, male, female, or other? Sure. I mean, isn't that non-binary having partial connection? Oh, I like that one. Did what is it called? Demigender? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I like that one too. Having partial connection with one gender. Hmm. Demigender. Neutro Neutra, 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 neutral or null gender, similar to agender. No, I don't have that. Yeah, I don't have that either. Multigender, you can have more than one. What'll be amazing? uh, Neural implants are gonna like you won't even have to ask yourself where what your pronoun is. It'll just you'll know when you wake up. It'll tell you like Alexa will tell you what's like my Fitbit. Like, hey, your gender today. Just wait. I mean, how many steps? Wait, just wait. If you think this shit's confusing, just wait what's coming just it's like the shit that's right around the corner for humanity is gonna make this what do you think's up next for humanity duncan well we're gonna deal with like you know mrna the stuff they use in the vaccine is gonna like start reprogramming dna to like 
effectively alter anything you want about yourself. So probably oh, no. I think it's going to be like, what do you want to turn into? Like, do you want scales? Mm. Do you want to? Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. Wouldn't it be cool? What do you want? Uh, I want to my the obvious shit. Gills. I want to breathe underwater. I was gonna say I would like to, I would like to make my penis longer. I knew and, it. I knew and you grow were my get... hair back. I, like and then gills, but I'm not like if the uh, list is like I would do gills before. No, here here's what we're gonna do. Let's make our bodies 28 years old, but our minds still in our 40s. Oh my god! Like that would be really cool. Can it's I coming. do that? It's coming. Really? I think so. I mean, look, I a lot of people wait. will say that's bullshit, but if you look at Ray Kurzweil's prediction for the next, like, yeah. you know, what's what's coming. It's the AI is going to help us oh, work in so protein cool. folding mixed in with mRNA, perfecting the, like, it, it's not the right word for it isn't even vaccine. It's like, you know, you're essentially like, right, you're reprogramming yourself at the genetic level. Well, if you Google, there's a, there was a meme going around about these are women in their 40s. And that was like in the 1970s. And they looked like the Golden Girls. Actually, the Golden Girls, were they're in their, like, what, oh, yeah. 50s? And you're like, J-Lo's 50. Yeah, it's already happening. Look, this is amazing. Images for women in their 40s in the 1970s. Look at that. Look at those old dogs. Look at that fucking pack of basset hounds. Can you imagine? <laughs> Duncan loves it when I get sexist. I mean... Was that sexist? No, I think it's I funny. just love my these. basset hounds. <laughs> Look at these pigs. I mean... That's crazy. Some of these women are all the same age. Some of them just take better care of themselves. Those are all women in their, I guess, their 40s. But how? They all be pretty much the same. But of these, I'm 46. 46-year-old women, the ones who look like they're able to keep up with the busy life. That's 46. That's my age right now. Yeah. Wild, brew. Yeah. Well, look, I mean... We're, we we think about what they didn't know. Yeah. Like the shit that like they were they thought smoking was good for well, you. You're pregnant. Radium, something <laughs> you know, radium was good, mercury, they were that's why that's why. It's crazy. Just removing bad shit from your system yeah. can probably help keep you from like disintegrating. Just take a vitamin. Taking vitamins. Just take a vitamin. Go for a fiber. walk. Fiber. Fiber. If it's one thing oil. we've learned today, it's fiber. Bye-bye. Take a shit. All right. Uh, I thank you so much for being here, Duncan. Is there something you like to plug? Your website, I know, with Raytheon, you're doing a lot of work there. Yes. There's survival buckets. Just, I would love to invite people to maybe like think outside the box in terms of what it means to atomically eradicate enemies of the United States. Uh, really, technically, we're just shifting them to another part of the multiverse so they don't even know anything happened right isn't that cool that is nice anyway just think about it we got to <laughs> rethink stuff coming up because some stuff might happen we don't want everybody to freak out if you do freak out we could shift you too so we would hate to do that you want to be in this part of the multiverse and not get shifted out by our new weaponry so do support us please we do monitor everything you do and we are watching you and we did inject ourselves into you so be cool. <laughs> Duncan Trussell, do you have a website or are we on Instagram? Are you plugging your shows or? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> com is my website. I've got a lot of shows coming up. This When does this come out? Probably a while. Um, the th- 30th? Yeah. Uh, I'll be in Nashville. Oh. So I'd love to see you on stage. 
And uh, yeah, a lot of great things are coming. Don't be afraid because things do get better. And uh, there is no such thing as death. You are eternally trapped within the Raytheon universe. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. No, you're the best, and I really appreciate you being here. And you're please come back and do all of our shows all the time. Anything you want, and let's hang out. For I know. Real. I know. Bring your kid over. Yeah. Kids, yeah. Would love to. Yeah, for and, sure. Okay. God bless you. you. Come on my show. I know. Again I know. Sometime. I know. I know. Fucking it. Okay. Listen, I gotta go. I love and you. And come ride with me around the city for a long time. What do you do? What do you mean ride on your oh, horse? What? Yeah. Your magic carpet? You no, know, I have a horse. <laughs> I, I have a stallion and I ride around the city. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> All right. I Sorry. Until next time, stay cool, mom. Bye. Bye. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting thongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at.